Hey guys, welcome back. We are Kill the TBR. My name is Marjolyn and I'm here with Natalia and you're Melissa. Okay, so in today's episode, we are going to be discussing The Last Word by Taylor Adams. Okay, girls, let's let's talk about the ratings. So what do you guys think about the book? I want to say I gave it like a 4.5. This was the first book I read from Taylor Adams and I like how from the beginning it was just very fast paced and I enjoyed it a lot. Like I'm not even gonna lie. It was it was a pretty good book for me. So don't give it a five star because I'm very critical about my five stars. But this one was really close. It was a really good book for me. What about you, Natalia? I feel the same way. I'm between a four and a four point five. I'm leaning more to a four point five just because my overall enjoyment was pretty high. Um obviously there's some things that I dislike that we're gonna get into. But four and a four point five. I would say that I give it a four stars. I enjoyed the book. I really liked it. And it was an easy book. I don't give it five stars just because I feel there were some part of the book that was predictable to me. So that's the only thing that I would say that that's why I didn't give it five stars. So just to kind of fill everyone in, we're just going to do a one sentence summary. This book pretty much just follows a girl named Emma. She reads this book called Murder, what is it? Murder, Murder Mountain? Mountain. Yeah. Yeah, she reads this book called Murder Mountain and she leaves like a one star review and pretty much it follows her and the author of the book that she once starred pretty much comes after her after leaving a one-star review. So it's like a high, fast-paced thriller that follows her pretty much just being paranoid inside this big house, thinking that the author's coming after her. So this is my second book uh, by Taylor Adams, and I knew that it was going to be such a high-paced like, thriller because I had read No Exit before, which I loved. So that's one of the things that I really liked about the book that from the beginning, it was just like nonstop. Um, there is like so many twists. I felt like there is not like a cute, like a filler section almost um, from the beginning. It was just like one thing after another, which uh, was one of my favorite things. But it also kind of leads into one of the things that I didn't like was that it kind of dragged on a little bit. Um, I felt like at the end... Uh, one of like the I guess the twist is that like you think that it's gonna end but then somebody's still alive and I'm like I felt like he did that one too many times that after a certain point it didn't have as much of a shock value as it did in the first time that he did it so I felt like it dragged on a little bit so that's my I didn't want to give it like a full five stars because I felt like I'm like I don't know it's dragging on too much that it's like slowly like like okay I'm like I get it and I'm like there's another twist coming and another twist coming that was kind of the same like we thought somebody was dead but then they weren't dead and it happened a lot with, I feel like almost every character yeah I liked it like I gave it a 4.5 because it was very fast paced like from the beginning after leaving that one star review like everything starts going downhill like almost immediately and I liked that like it didn't drag for me like you said um so I enjoyed it because it was like very like there was always something going on like there was not like a point where I was like oh my gosh this book like come on like where are we getting to but for me like what kind of kept me from rating it a five star was that um I did feel like many not many parts but I just feel like I was able to guess like 
like the final plot twist i guess like i saw it coming not like from the beginning but pretty much like halfway through the book i was just like picking up on things that emma was mentioning and i was like oh yeah she's right about this and even like towards like i guess like three quarters into the book when you're supposed to be kind of like discouraged from believing that that final plot twist is good I was just like, no, I'm like, it's not over. Like, I know, I know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. But I mean, it was still a pretty, like, fast-paced book. I did enjoy it. I, yeah. <laughs> like, I think the only downside was just, like, that final plot twist to me. It was a little bit predictable, in my opinion. What about you, Melly? In my opinion, I really enjoyed the thriller book. Uh, like you say, Marjorie, it was really easy to read. You will always have something. Like you also mentioned, Natalia, it was always something going on and you kind of always see the 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 words a twist but i didn't give it a five star because i thought for one moment like it was predictable like i was reading the book it wasn't well anyway enjoyable like i was enjoying reading but there was a point like okay i know this is coming this is one gonna happen in there when you actually confront they happen it's just like okay so then like you know, you're always assuming things when you're reading a thriller books and you just want not to be right. Like, kind of you do want to be right, but at the same time, you just like, no, this author is going to show me something different. So that's why it was disappointing to me. Like, that's why I didn't give it five star. Yeah, I do want to mention, though, because I feel like the whole thing with predictability in this book is because there's very little characters. Uh, we meet a lot, not that many, but there are some side characters but you could tell that they're not going to have any huge part in the plot. So I'm like, you only have three main characters. You have Emma, the girl that left the review. Uh, you have her neighbor. And then you have the guy that's the author that she left a bad review for. So you're like, you know that at the end, one of them has to be playing like the biggest part. Some One of them is lying. like So I'm like, I feel like it comes down to the three of them. So I'm like, in the end, you're not going to be that shocked because it's only between three characters. So I feel like that's one of the things with the productability. But I'm like, I still enjoyed the way that the story was told. Because with the neighbor, Deke, I also thought I'm like, for sure, this guy is involved somehow. Yeah. But then there were moments that we we would get discouraged. And I'm like, hmm, I'm like, I don't know. Like, I still believe he's involved. But I'm like, how is he involved? So I'm like, he would kind of like make us forget that the author, I mean, the neighbor could be involved, but then weird things would happen that Emma would also get suspicious, but then it would get dropped again and then something else would happen. So I'm like, I like the whole going back and forth because you weren't like, yeah, you had suspicious, but you never were like 100% like, oh, this is it. Like, this is what happened. So I really liked that part of the book, how it was told. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you that it was really enjoyable, that it was, um, the book was predictable. With a neighbor, exactly, like, like you just say it was three main characters, and of course, like, you would think that something is going to happen with that, like, it has to be one of the, one of them, like, it has to be, or, or Emma, or the neighbor, or the, the author where she left the review, but I don't know, like, I thought something else it could happen, so that's why I was, like, expecting it. But, mm. you know, 
since you start reading is like you just say like it has to be one of them something has to happen with them and actually like something going on with them and you kind of like yeah it goes back and forth but it kind of for me in my opinion like i always thought the the neighbor has something to do there was like he i don't i like i was like uh, i don't trust him he has something to do so yeah but i mean the part with the mom with that Jules. was like the biggest shock to me i think in the whole book you didn't think of it like it was the most like out of all the twists it was the most like to me like no, I think I guess, at like, some shocked. point, yeah, at some point, I think I predicted it because I know earlier on in the book, Emma mentions like, oh, like, you know, the toilet downstairs flushes randomly and then she would smell like the butter in the air and I'm like, that's the vape of the guy. And I'm just like, for me, it was like kind of like a thought in passing. I was like, oh, I'm like, he's probably like the son because they do mention a son that had like moved out or something or he went away. And I was like, I feel like it would be like a, quote-unquote plot twist if the guy the author was the son of the lady of the house so when it happened that was just like I, I had a feeling I had a feeling like that didn't catch me off guard I think like I said I feel like the book did have like a few plot twists and nothing really like threw me off I think maybe the one thing that did catch me off guard was the whole thing about Emma's relationship with her husband, that he wasn't oh, that, dead. Yeah. Like, that threw me off. I believe the entire book, up until the end, I thought Sean was dead. Yeah, that's what I thought, yeah. I thought he was dead, and in the end, like, she wasn't even mourning, like, the loss of him. She was mourning the loss of her daughter. Like, that I didn't see coming. I was like, oh, shit. So, I, I think that's, like, I was like, okay, I'll give props to the author, because I'm like, yes, he threw in a bunch of, like, random plot twists, but I think out of all of them, that's the one that gave me, like, the biggest, like, shock factor like factor yes i agree with you marjorie like i feel the mom of the killer that was jules it was for me predictable i think so the way they they would describe all the time like when it was a killer when he was young that he started uh, writing they would say like oh i started writing where i was really young and my mom would always support me i was like okay where is the mom why you talk so much about the mom so and then when Jules show up on like on the house and the way I don't know that she was giving me, I was like she's a mom, she's a mom, she's the mom. So when it ended up being the mom of the killer, I was like okay, and yeah, the only one who I wasn't expecting at all it was the husband. The husband, like, yeah. I really thought that he was dead, and I felt bad. I was like, oh my god, the husband is dead, and, and all of that. And then it was not the husband, it was the daughter. I wasn't expecting that, like I. Out of all the stories and everything that happened, I wasn't expecting that. I was like, oh, wow. I think so that's even worse. <laughs> like, okay, kind of understand why you want to kill yourself. But, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I think also another thing that I don't... I guess it is it is kind of like a plot twist, but I didn't think of it as one until we got to the end. During the book, we get, like, almost, like, two different points of views. We get Emma's, like, from her side, like, you know, everything she's going on, like, through the house... And then it would switch to, like, an author writing a book. The entire time, in my opinion, I thought it was H.G. Kane, which is the son. Yeah. I thought he was the one, like, writing it because he would be like, oh, Emma died. Like, Emma did this. Like, you know, even though she fought. Like, he was talking about it in past tense as the book was progressing. 
So I thought that, honestly, I really, really genuinely believed that Emma was going to die at the end. And I was like, honestly, I wouldn't even be mad because I'm like, the way that the book is going, I'm like, I can see it. Like, it's realistic if she dies because not everyone is a survivor of like a like an attack like that. So I thought, I was like, oh my gosh, like this guy is actually going to kill her. But then in the end, it's not even him, the one writing it. It was the neighbor mm-hmm. writing it. Like, that to me, I was like, that was such, like, a shock factor to me. And then when we get to, like, the very, very end that we find out that Emma didn't even die. Like, she survived. I was just like, bro, there's no way. Like, I thought that caught me off guard. Yeah, I really liked the way that the author wrote how we found out that Emma's still alive. Yes. That the neighbor um, is calling 911 and he's like, oh... My neighbor has been suicidal. She lost, like, her... I don't know if he mentions that he lost the baby, but he says that she's going through, like, a loss, and he's worried about her, and then he starts giving out her, like, her information, and then the 911 operator, he's like, wait, are you talking about Emma Carpenter? Because she's right here. Yes. <laughs> so I thought, and I'm like, dude, I can't even imagine his face when, like, she told him that. I'm like, I love them. like, just picturing his face, like, his jaw... Like, his mouth was probably, like, hanging open. He was like, what the fuck? I'm like, I really like that. I also thought it was cool that um, the author wrote an acknowledgement, but it was the acknowledgements of the book, like, the fake book, I guess, that was being written. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that was really cool, too. Yeah. And the fact that... Okay, so the neighbor had written that entire, like, book thing that was going on, like, as the attack was happening... He wrote all of that, like, after he had dropped Emma off, like, in the sea. Like, pretty much, like, he left her to drown. And he went home and started writing, like, his little, like, biography or whatever about, like, the murder that happened in the house. Like, I thought, I'm like, my guy went straight to it. Like, he did not let anything settle. He was like, I'm gonna have this number one novel and it's gonna sell. And I'm gonna be famous again because he was, like, a retired writer. And I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I, part of me felt bad for him in the beginning because obviously like he had like his one hit book and then after the book was such a hit like it just like that was it there was nothing else for him so he was just trying to make a comeback but I'm like this was not the way to go like this was not it it was not the way to go so I'm just like I don't know I felt bad for him in the beginning but then in the end when he was like very careless like with the way that he like treated the son because the son also had like he had mental issues like there was something wrong with him. He was an outsider. Like, it was giving, I like... Think, yeah, he was definitely, like, suffering from, like, major, like, narcissism. Yeah. Because he genuinely thought that he was, like, the best writer, like, in the planet. Like, he would not accept any, like, constructive criticism. Like, he wouldn't accept any help or any pointers from anybody. Like, he thought, like, whatever he was writing on paper was, like, freaking, like, the Bible. Like, he thought he was genuinely, like, the best. So... I also thought it was cool, like, um, <laughs> before we realized that the book that was being written in the story is Deke, um, and we think that it's, like, the author, the H- HG, H- yeah, I thought it was funny that when Emma would um, say something and then it would, like, and we would read, we would go into, like, his point of view, there's this one part, because oh, you gotta remember that he has, like, major, like, narcissism, and he thinks he's, like, like, top tier, 
So she would be like, oh, like, are you crying? And then it would jump to his chapter and be like, no, I didn't cry. That didn't even hurt. Like, I took it like a pro. And I'm like, what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, you're over there crying because I think she hit, like, his um his hands. So his bones all cracked. And he was, like, he was, like, dying. Like, it freaking hurt. But, and, like, what we see, like, in the writing that he was like, oh, no, I didn't even hurt. Like, it's fine. Like, I'm like, good. Like, I'm she Gucci. got me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious because he did that, like, multiple times. But, I mean, I... At the time, we think that it's actually him, like, writing about himself yeah. and, like, writing that he's, like, this is, like, amazing, like, person yeah. and, like, <laughs> nothing can touch him. But then, obviously, we later find out that it's the neighbor just, like, writing for him. Yeah, I thought it was, like, super contradictory. Like, yeah. I love that. Like, I thought that was funny. Like, this book was, like, a thriller, but in, like, the funniest way. Like, I feel like I found myself laughing, like, every other page because of that like she would be like oh my gosh like this guy's like you know like he's kind of chubby like he looks insecure and then it would switch to what's being written from like the quote-unquote author and it would be like oh yeah like he was like on the bigger side but like he was you know like fit like he he was like built like big but it was like described like (laughs) complete opposite so you're just like what the hell's going on like Obviously, you didn't know who to believe, but, like, obviously, you want to lean more towards Emma because she's the one, like, you know, describing everything raw. And, obviously, the author's just, like, writing it to just, like, boost, like, his own story, like, his own part of, like, the his own version or whatever. So, it was just funny to me. Like, it was just, like, <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. Another thing that I disliked a, bit, a little bit or I wish it was a little bit different was the beginning when we were reading uh, the reviews, like, going back and forth. I'm like, I really liked that because it added a lot of suspense. And I mean, obviously later on we find out that the author um, has always been like in the house. Because at the beginning, I thought I'm like, it just, it happened way too fast from like the review and him getting mad to then Emma seeing like a shadow in the corner. And I'm like, how does he already know that like where she lives and how does he know? I mean, later we found out that that's actually his house. Like it makes sense. But in the beginning, as a reader, we don't know that. So I would have loved to see more interaction, like, in the review, especially going back mm-hmm. and forth. Or maybe her, like, seeing, like, more shadows outside. Or, like, maybe, like, and maybe, like, in the middle of the night, she hears, like, people knocking on the door, trying to break in. Like, I would have seen more of that. Like, her see me, like, as if she's paranoid. But he's actually, like, stalking her and doing all that. So I feel like it jumped way too fast yeah. from, like him like being like this author and then all of a sudden he's like in her room like she's seeing him in the corner which is crazy every time like she corrected him or she like humbled him i loved it i was like yeah bro because this man (laughs) please humble him like i don't know bro i feel like i've never encountered like a guy like to that extreme like, yeah, I've encountered guys that think they're, they're like, hot shit, but never to that extreme. Like, my dude, he tells a, a story of, like, his childhood where he had a crush on this girl. And, like, the girl, like, just didn't, like, reciprocate. Like, she didn't have feelings for him. Mm-hmm. And he ended up killing her. Like, he ended up kidnapping her and he, like, uh, tied her in his house. I mean, she ended up dying, which another part was hilarious. That um, he tied her up. I don't remember how exactly, but point is that like she was trying to escape and then one of her like trying to like wiggle her way out she asphyxiated herself Mm -hmm. so it wasn't really him that killed her which also bugged him yeah (laughs) that he failed (laughs) at killing her and i'm like bro this man can't do anything but yeah he thinks that he's like like top tier the best murderer yeah every time like 
anybody would say something, like correct him, or he would tell a story and it didn't happen exactly how he thought. I thought it was hilarious. I'm like, any chance to anybody like humble him? I was dying. I'm like, it's hilarious. Give me more. Yeah, talking about the murders, another thing that shocked me, like, was you know how he had written like like thirteen novels, I think, or something 16. like sixteen? There were sixteen. There were sixteen novels that he had written and Emma thought that they had actually happened because the first one was following Laura, which was like his high school, like not even sweetheart because it was all one sided. Mm-hmm. So since Laura did go missing, she was like, oh my gosh, if the first book is true and now he's said that he's going to write this one about me, Murder Beach, I think that's what he was going to title it. She was like, oh my gosh, like he has killed like over 16 girls. And she's like, how has he not gotten caught? But then it was just like, it wasn't adding up because she she was like, okay, I get, I get it. Like he didn't get caught for the first one, but to murder like 15 other people and then add me and it's going so messy. Like it wasn't adding up, but I truly believe that he did kill them same i thought he actually killed all those 16 people so i was like okay because he was gonna do the same thing with emma so i was like okay so he killed people and that's how he started writing the new novel so okay that's how he he writes books but then when he actually confessed to her like hey no that's that's not true i never kill anyone it's just a fantasy books i was like what what do you mean i, I think so even emma was like what like i thought you actually killed people so i feel like it, when you actually realize that he hasn't killed anyone i know yeah it just shows them like dude he was he was a nobody yeah like he's literally like incompetent like <laughs> he didn't know how to do anything i'm like Except survive, apparently, because she, like, shoots him, she stabs him, (laughs) and he's still going. Like, in the end, you think he's dead, and it's like, he just keeps coming back, and I'm like, bro, is this guy, he gets hit by the truck, he gets stabbed, and then in the end, she finally shoots him when she's on, like, the 911 call, and she's like, hey, like, they're, like, someone just tried to kill me, and they're like, oh, are you sure he's dead? And she's like, yeah. And he's, like, coming up the stairs, and she's like, like, oh, hell, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It was giving, like, like literally slasher film, like, they never yeah. die, like, you keep trying to kill them, and they still come back for, like, another sequel. That's what it was giving. I thought it was Terminator. Like, oh, no, it's <laughs> not Terminator. He's <laughs> never gonna die. Like, I thought, like, really, like, he's never gonna die. But I was like, okay, if I find out, because he's confessing that he hasn't never killed anyone, or he failed killing people, I will feel a little bit better with myself. I was like, okay, I have a chance to survive this. Because it's actually yeah. fantasy books. It's actually a thriller books, murder books, but it hasn't happened actually. So I was like, okay. But yeah, it was so crazy how he couldn't die. Like, I was like, really? Like, die, my dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at some point, like, I agree, Melly. Like, I feel like, oh yeah, like, he never killed anyone. But remember, he killed the mailman with his, like, sword. Like, he literally went full on, like, ninja and slashed that man. And I was like, okay, so maybe he did kill, like, all these people and he's lying. Like, I don't know. I was like, if he was able to kill someone that had nothing to do with, like, his original plan, I was like, yeah, no, like, he's definitely killed someone else. Didn't he, like, miss, though? The mailman? No, like, him, when he was killing the, the mailman, he, like, kind of missed. But he, I mean, yeah, he ended up killing him, but I don't think he was, like, straightforward. If I, I don't know if I'm remembering incorrectly. No, I don't remember. But I, I don't remember. remember. I don't, I don't think so. I I don't remember, but what key like what gave me the vibes that 
yeah, he killed her, but he always feel bad. Like, after he killed her, he will always repeatedly say, like, oh, my God, I wasn't planning. Mm-hmm. I don't want to kill anybody else. Like, he will repeat, repeat many times after that he killed the, the, the FedEx guy. He will say, like, oh, I don't want to kill you, Emma. I wasn't, like, that wasn't the plan. He wasn't, like, it was something unexpected. Like, so that's why I feel like, okay, because I... I was confused. I I thought from one point that he killed all those people from his previous books. But then I was like, okay, maybe he didn't kill all those people. So I was kind of confused. But to be honest, I feel like he didn't. But I don't know. Like I don't feel like he never confirmed if he actually did or he didn't. Because I think he killed the FedEx guy. Yeah. And I also think towards the end of like the novel, like in like that last quarter... It became, like, very evident, like, very obvious that it was the neighbor controlling everything because when they're doing, like, that final stand-down that the neighbor walks in and he gets stabbed because Emma thinks it's H.G. Kane or whatever, he is, like, sucking on human teeth. And I don't know if you guys remember that H.G. Kane, like, the son, he was like, oh, yeah, like, I, I sucked on Laura's teeth because, you know, and Disgusting. I'm like, okay, I'm like, that's that's very, like, it's, like, too close, like, it, for it to just be a coincidence. And then, I oh, my gosh, there was something else that I can't remember at this point, but in the book when he was like, oh, he wanted me to kill you, but I wanted to spare you, I was just like, there's only one other he in this book, and it's the neighbors. So I feel like that's what confirmed it for me. I was like, oh, yeah, like, for sure. Yeah. Like, it's the neighbor. So I'm like, whatever, yeah, in the end, like, Howie dies, and then you think the book is over, but Emma knows, like, it's not. So in that final scene, when Emma's, like, confronting the neighbor, I thought, I was like, oh, shit. Because I feel like I didn't think that he had already poisoned her. Like, in the end, because she was like, oh, like, because she did the setup amazing. Like, she had the little, like, the stun gun, and she shot him in the nuts. And I was like, oh, yeah, you go, girl. Like, I thought she had him. She was recording everything, and she was like, oh, yeah, like, you admitted. Like, she thought she had him, and she was like, oh, like, you can't kill me. He was like, oh, like, I like I already did. <laughs> like, I already poisoned you. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> that I didn't see coming, too. I was like, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, I feel like the smaller twists uh, were better. Like, mm-hmm. those things that you don't really think about. Um, I feel like those had like a more like shocking maybe or like made the story more interesting. And another thing that had me like on the edge of my seat that I was like, bro, if this fucking dog dies. Yeah. Because <laughs> there were so many incidents that I was like, oh. I'm like, please yeah. do not kill the dog. I'm like, I do not care if then the entire cast could die. And I'm like, I'll kill the animals. I know. I'm like, don't. I loved her determination throughout the entire book. Like from the beginning, that was her dog. That was yeah. her baby. Like, she was determined to not let the dog die. And I'm like, once we found out that she lost her daughter, I'm like, I wonder if her, like, kind of, like, maternal instincts kind of, like, always kick in towards the dog just because she knows she failed as, like, a mom. I mean, she didn't fail, but it wasn't her fault. Like, she said, like, the chances of it happening were, like, one in, I don't even know, like, 100 or whatever. But she just, she was, like, very maternal towards the dog. And I was just like, I love that she fought for that dog. Like, if it was her daughter. Like, she was like, you can kill me. Kill your mom. Like, kill yourself. But I'm like, if you hurt my dog, I will fucking end you. So I'm like, I love that about her. Like, yeah, she was very too. protective towards the dog. I really liked her, too. I liked her as a main character. Mm-hmm. She was a very well-written, like, main character. I feel like the past few books that we've read, it's been, like, very hit or miss. 
but I feel like this book was really, really well written. Like, I feel like there were, like, no loose ends or anything. Like, I liked how everything just, like, wrapped up, like, really nicely. Same, yeah. I really like his writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the way that she loved the dog and she would come back. I thought one point she left when she left with the car, mm-hmm. the FedEx car. I was like, oh, my gosh, she left the dog. I was like, and when he tried to kill the dog... And she came by, like, stop. I was, I was like, like, yeah. <laughs> I know. I was literally, I'm like, rooting for the dog, bro. <laughs> I know. You too. I was like, yes. She came back for the dog. Yeah, that love for the dog, it was really nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, but uh, I have a question. Mm-hmm. He was, like, the neighbor was poisoning Emma, like, for a long time, or just when they were there in that moment, they, they had the last interview? Just in that moment, yeah, because they never met before. She exactly. met him when she almost killed him. Okay. Like when she shoved the. That was the thing the first time they had ever seen each other, like. Face to face. Face to face. Because she even mentioned that she has never heard his voice. Okay, okay, okay. No, I got confused for one moment, but yeah. It yeah, makes no. More sense. She did mention it, though, and it did make sense because remember, she was in the hospital for like a week or something. So she was like, oh my gosh, he probably snuck in and put like the poison like into the salt the tea i mean not the salt the sugar the tea like he could have put it anywhere so even the water the milk so i think that's exactly what happened like when she was gone he went into the house because it was i don't think they fixed up the house like in that one week like i think because there's a point where when the when howie breaks into the house he breaks like a like a window they didn't fix that window in, within the week, I think. Like, there was still ways for the guy to get into the house. So I think that's what happened. Like, when she was gone, he went in and put poison, like, wherever. And then, yeah. I think that was mm-hmm. crazy to come back to the house. Mm-hmm. I was like, girl, you survived. Why are you coming back yeah. into the house? Yeah. But I think she also did it because she knew it was the neighbor. Like, she always had that suspicion. So she was like, I can't just leave. And let this man, like, like live. She wanted to confront him. I know, but if you're almost dying, like, you're almost dead because they tried to kill you, will you come back? I wouldn't. Oh, like, I, I know. Wouldn't it was, yeah. I, 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 I have my suspicions, but that's fine. I could live with that and bye. Same. Like, I'm not the police. I, I'm not trying to go for round two. <laughs> like, this was a hell of a night, bro. Like, I'm tired. Exactly. I'm going back to my husband. Like, bye. <laughs> Exactly, that's what I thought. I was like, I'm done with this. I think it's a neighbor, but you know what? I'm fine thinking about it, having my suspicions, but I'm done. I don't want to keep fighting for my life because basically she was fighting for her life the whole night. So I'm done. I will be peace out. I'm leaving. (laughs) I thought the ending was so cute, the phone call with the husband. Mm -hmm. I thought it because I I liked the little bits of moments that we got from them. So then in the end, when he's like, I'll meet you there, and I'm like... (sighs) I know that was like they're like saying throughout girl, the entire I'm like, book. She's yeah. had like traumatized. She's almost died like five hundred times. Like she already lost her baby, and I'm like, she deserves like a one like good day that nothing bad happens. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. yeah, and they will also show you through the book how were that relationship mm-hmm. like? How was her relationship 
with their with her husband and i think that was super cute and we will actually like believe in that relationship and you would be like oh my god i'm in love with that guy they, he wouldn't come out he you just, no, you just <laughs> saw like the little moments from like her point of view and i'm like i love it exactly it was the same i was like oh my god sean where you are <laughs> Like, I, I love you too, sure, you can come up. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought saying, like, at the end, when they ended up, like, together, basically, like, I was like, oh my god, so cute. Plus, like, I, I feel like after everything that they went through, losing the baby and everything, that, that you see that just at the end, that that's actually what happened. So, I was like, that was so cute. They, even the voicemail. I don't know if you guys read the mm-hmm. voicemail on the phone that she said like, "Oh, I wish I could have heard his the voicemail yeah. because he he was calling her when he had like neighbor. a bad feeling. He also said he had a bad feeling. Yes, yeah. and so he was calling her, and the neighbor that's when the neighbor poisoned her, and she never answered the phone. She never heard the voicemail from her husband. So I was like, when they put like the the voicemail, I was like, that voicemail so cute. I was like, he was yeah, just yeah. like, we miss you. I have just have a feeling. Where are you? Like, I miss you. Like, and then in the end, he's like, oh, you gotta remember, like, what happened. It wasn't your fault. I know. I was like, that's so cute. Have you guys ever left a one star rating for a book? No, I don't even leave like, well, I do leave like in Goodreads. I do leave like the stars. But I've never actually written a review. I don't even do it for like five Starbucks. Same. I don't, I've never done any review for any book. No. I mean, and even still, I don't think I ever would. Um, even before reading this book, I don't know, I just, I don't know, I, I don't like being mean. <laughs> even if I hate the book, I'm like, I don't like being mean to authors like writing like their books, whatever. Because I'm like, I know it's fucking hard to write a book, even if it's ass. But I, I don't know. I just still don't like being mean. I have. I'm going to pull it up right now. <laughs> it wasn't a one star. It was a two star. And it was just... I mean, I, I want to say it wasn't as mean. But I was just like, when a book is really bad, I just I feel like I have to put my thoughts like written out because I'm like, I have to like express myself and my dislike for this book. It's re- You've Reached Sam oh, okay. by Dustin Tao. I rated it two stars. And it wasn't that mean, but I put, it took me almost a year to finish this book. I'm sorry, I just couldn't physically or emotionally get into it. There was a lot of nothing going on, and it could have been much shorter. I guess I also just wanted the science behind the phone calls, but I never got an explanation either. So it wasn't that bad, but I'm just like, I'm sorry, I just, what I'm telling you, when a book is bad, I'm just like, Sometimes I just leave, like, the star rating and I don't say anything. But with this one, I just felt very strongly opinionated because it took me a year to finish it. Like, I was like, this book is not it. But I also I have a hard time DNFing books. Like I I, Maybe that's another reason why. Yeah. Because I, I mean, DNF left and right. And I'm like, if I'm not finishing this book, I don't feel the don't need. Don't finish it, yeah. Yeah, I don't feel the need to finish it. I don't care to know. Yeah. Just a fair when I leave just any review i don't leave any reviews but marjorie how would you feel if the author answered to you i would be scared after reading this book <laughs> are you kidding me i would move states like i would literally call the cops and be like i'm being threatened right now like how do you guys feel about like an author replying to a negative review even if it's not mean or anything like i know this book takes it to the extreme because i've seen cases where the author replies um to the review and a lot of people 
from what I've seen on YouTube and like the whole like consensus is that a lot of people think that authors shouldn't reply to negative reviews. I mean, it's not the same, but like when I post YouTube videos, I don't get like hate comments, but there was like this one time <laughs> I was, it was like one video that I posted that I was doing like my eyebrow slit and then someone goes like, oh, what about if you shave your head? And I'm like, it wasn't negative, but I literally responded and I was like, you first, like, fuck you. <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's not the same thing because obviously a book is not the same thing as a YouTube video, but it's still like you're creating something and then it's like people want to just put in their two cents. But I don't know. I just, I. Because I think it also depends like how the author responds. Exactly. Because they're, it's they're very like, oh, like defensive. You. Yes, like... if it's very defensive, then I'm like, like, I'm like, bro, like, don't, don't do that. Yeah, like, it's a very fine line with. Everyone is going to have their opinions. Like not everyone likes everything. So you have to be ready. Whatever you put out into the world is going to get criticized. Like. It's so scary. <laughs> exactly. You Like you're never going to be good enough for everyone to accept who you are, what you put out. So it's just like. You have to be ready to accept negative criti- criticism without, like, always being, like, super, like, defensive about it. So, yeah. No, yeah, I feel like authors should know that they're going to maybe receive those reviews. And, it's, like you say, just the way the author will answer or reply to your review. Like, if it's a nice way, like, I guess everybody has the right to express themselves. Like, people who write the review and also the author, if they don't agree with your review, it's fine. But just do it in a nice way, polite way. So I feel like we all have the right to express ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also want to start a new segment where we read reviews from Goodreads, whether we find a funny one or one that we share the same, like, opinions. And we thought that this episode would be a great way to start it. Because it follows somebody leaving a review. Uh, so we're just going to go around and find like a funny or one that we share the same opinions as. Yeah, so um, one that I found, it was a one-star review, which again, I thought it was funny because the book is about a one-star review. But um, I'm, I'm going to omit the name just because mm-hmm. for yeah. privacy reasons. Uh, but she said, not me giving this book one star when it's about someone who gets stalked by a crazy author after giving their book one star, but dot, 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 that I read the same book as everyone else. She goes, also the last word equals katana, which is like the knife that the author was like carrying around. She goes, if I took a shot every time this man whipped out his katana, <laughs> I'd be dead. And then she goes, Taylor, aka the author, Taylor, don't come for me, please. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I was just like, I didn't rate the book one star. Because like I said, I thought it was very entertaining. But I'm just like, I just thought the rating was funny. People find humor in everything. Yeah, I agree. It was funny because it's true. He mentioned so many times that sword. That I was like, really? I get in the sword. This man thinks he's like a samurai or something. Like swinging that sword left and right. His obsession with himself. Yes. That was just (laughs) hilarious to me. Because I'm like, where are you getting this obsession with yourself? Because it's. I would understand if you were actually good at doing the th- like the stuff you said, but you're not. So I'm like, I don't know. Who, who's the, why is your mother lying to you? Yeah, I know. And tell me the part that I think so the sword got through the wall, something like that. And it shattered. And it broke. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just and having a mental he's breakdown. He's like outside like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, exactly how they described that he was screaming. That Emma didn't know why he was screaming, and then she thought about it, swore. So I was like, I can't believe it. Like he really, was such a kid. He really like, was. At the yeah. end of the day, he was a child. And he actually will mention that nail of the sword so many times yeah. that I would take a shot to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about you, Natalia? What was your rating? Or what was your good reads for um, you? <laughs> there's two. One of them is, like, she was straight to the point. Like, she gave it a two-star and she only wrote ass. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Ooh. I straight to it. Was, yeah, straight she said it. ass. Ass. Damn. And then the other person, you know how in the book, um, when the police arrives and Howie tells Emma, oh, make them go away. And he has like the gun to her, to the neighbors, I think at first, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's pointing the gun to the neighbor and he's like, oh, if you don't make them go away, I'm going to shoot him. And this person goes, first of all, Emma is better than me because of the police came to my door and a freaking bloody murder was inside holding my friend at gunpoint who was badly wounded wounded anyway, I wouldn't try to be a hero. Sayonara, friend. Adios, amigo. See you in hell because I'm going to save my own ass. <laughs> oh, my God. What? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bro, no. that was that took me out <laughs> because brutal. I feel like everyone's, like, normal answer is, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm going to try to save my friend. Of course. They're like, nope, bye. You're already halfway dead. I'm going to just save myself. No, I feel like I would try to save them, especially too, if I yeah. think they're innocent. Mind you, he wasn't, but I'm like, if in my head you're my friend, like, I'm not just going to leave you for dead. Like, I want to say I would do the right thing and be like, fuck, okay, I'll, I'll play the long game and just try to save you for as long as I can. Yeah, that's <laughs> Sayonara, I see you on the <laughs> other side. <laughs> like, maybe I would try to leave and say, like, i come back for you. But let me go. Like the life, and then I come back for you. Well, I would keep her on my mind. Yeah. I found one. I mean, actually, like three, and I was like, no, but I'm gonna just, I'm gonna read the angle one because it was like an essay <laughs> review. I was like, really, like you take so much time to write in these reviews. Okay, this one was two star review, and basically at that. Uh, this person said, I couldn't tell what was real or in Emma's imagination. I also didn't didn't care and I gave up. I just remember Natalia when she doesn't like oh. it. When she, <laughs> when she doesn't like books, she's like, fuck this book. I'm not even going to finish it. But I, I was like, how are you going to rate the book if you didn't, you didn't finish, finish it? it. Yeah, right. I've never rated a book if I've DNF'd it. Right. Like, it's not a fair chance. You're not giving the book a fair chance. Mm-hmm. Exactly, so I was like, I feel like this is not fair. <laughs> and then, like, you just give up, and then you have the audacity to write a review, giving two stars, and just saying, like, I give up. Okay, finish at least the book, and then write a review. There were another one that I was going to ask you, Natalia, because you're the only one who are, I mean, I don't know, Marjorie, do you read not exit from No, I haven't. Okay, Natalia, because you are the only one who have read the other uh, book, there was this review that says, too many unbelievable twists, not exit, was so much better. She gave three stars. What do you think? I do like no exit a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Why? What do you see the difference? I, like, I, think, I, I think I agree with her point. I think that this one had way too many twists. Um, and I also mentioned in the beginning that 
the twist that, oh, this person's dead, but then they're actually alive. I feel like for me, it happened way too many times. And I feel like a no exit, um, the premise is like more straightforward. Um, and it's not so much about finding out. I mean, there are twists, but it's not so much finding out like who the killer is. It's more so of like the person trying to get away. Mm. So it's more straightforward. Um, there are twists, but it's not like like this book. This book had a lot of twists. Yeah. Some of them were very big. Other were just like little ones. But it was like twist after twist after twist. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, the other one, I think it's more like straightforward. I think. Okay. Okay. And the other one, no exit. I don't know if I mentioned already. I did give it a five star. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I really liked it. Nice. 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 Would you guys read another book from Taylor Adams? Yes, I think he's becoming one of my favorite uh, authors. Like all-time authors, or would you say just like in the thriller genre? Probably both. Um, I'm slowly like dipping into more like the thriller. And so far, I think he's my favorite in the thriller. Okay. Um, and in general, he's up there. Nice, nice. What about you, Melissa? I believe I will read another book. I enjoyed this one, so I will give it another shot to another book of him. Okay. Yeah. Can you? I think I would too. I really enjoyed this one, and if you really like No Exit, I'm like, maybe I'll read that one next, because a lot of people say, like, oh, No Exit was better. That's what I was noticing in the Goodreads, like, reviews. A lot of people were like, oh, like, I read this one because I love No Exit, and they were like, it was... The ones that I was seeing, people would be like, oh, it was just as good or no exit was better. So I'm just like, oh, maybe I'll read that one next. But I really did like his writing. His main characters were like very well written. There was no loose ends like I mentioned earlier. Like I like that he wraps everything up like really nicely. And there's like no open endings and you don't leave the book like questioning like, okay, but like what happened to this person? And why did this person say this and not that? So I just like that. So I, I think I would. He's a I like his writing. Okay, this is all for today's episode. Overall, it was a good book that we all agree that we liked it. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram and let us know your thoughts. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you guys next time. Ciao. Bye. Bye.